Thank you for joining Radio Maria England. We now present Feasts and Seasons, presented by Joanna Bogle. Hello, I'm Joanna Bogle, and this is Feasts and Seasons. We have some nice saints' days coming up, beginning with the Feast of St Joachim and St Anne, on the 26th of July. Now, they were the parents of Mary, the Blessed Virgin, and consequently, the grandparents of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. You don't really know much about them. We are told very little, but we know that Mary did have parents, and we love the idea of the grandparents of Christ. Pleasingly, in Britain in recent years, a Catholic Grandparents Association has been started. Many people will know how much they owe to their grandparents, their faith, their values. They're often communicated just through all sorts of warm, jolly ways. Jokes, recipes, family traditions, kindness, outings, afternoons of chat and fun. So sometimes grandparents have an absolutely crucial role in sharing their Catholic faith. And perhaps it's very important today when many families sadly are fragmented Grandparents can be a stable role. Divorce can make things very, very difficult. We all ought to pray for family unity and for grandparents who tragically can sometimes be cut off from their grandchildren by the legal and family bickering that goes on following a divorce. Cohabitation also makes it harder for children to have a firm, clear, understood relationship with grandparents. Let's pray for grandparents and celebrate the work of the Catholic Grandparents Association, which has done sterling work organising gatherings at, among other places, Walsingham, where, in a Catholic place, surrounded by the tradition of pilgrimage, you can have a happy day doing all sorts of activities, and including a mass and prayer, and an understanding of the Catholic faith, something that is passed on from one generation to the next. In Westminster Cathedral in London, the entrance to the the at London's Westminster Cathedral, the entrance to the Lady Chapel has two beautiful mosaics, one of St Joachim and one of St Anne, high up above the arch as you walk in, the grandparents of Christ, the parents of Mary. Joachim isn't a name we use very often here in England, but it's popular elsewhere, particularly in Germany. St Joachim, St Anne. Pray for us on this, your feast day, the 26th of July. On July the 29th, we have a very popular saint, St Martha. I suppose almost everyone who hears that gospel about Christ visiting Mary and Martha, whom he loved, at Bethany and having supper, everyone identifies with Martha. We all feel cross with Mary who sits at the feet of the Lord and seems to be doing so much better while poor Martha is doing all the work and then gets praised by Christ for sitting at his feet. Martha, Martha, you are busy about many things. Now the gospel does make clear that our Lord loves Martha, but in a mysterious way he does explain that time spent with him, time in prayer, is important, is crucial is really more important than only just bustling about. The story is not as simple as it seems, but it's a simple fact to most of us. Martha, we're with you. We too have to bustle about 
And if we didn't, there wouldn't be bread on the table, whether it's earned through a job or presented literally then and there by the person cooking. It all requires some bustling about. Christ isn't really reproving Martha. He's simply reminding us of the superior need to be with him, to waste time with God. But Martha nevertheless emerges as the one for whom we feel sympathy. And over the centuries, she's become the patron saint of cooks, anybody who works as a household servant, and at one time, the very popular saint of priests' housekeepers, a breed of person that you very rarely see these days, in these days when men are expected to learn to cook for themselves. The whole idea of a full-time housekeeper just seems a bit redundant. Martha, Martha. But she is very important. In her, we see ourselves, we recognise Christ's love for us, and we understand too that hospitality is important. There's no suggestion that Christ was going to disdain the idea of sharing a table, of being welcomed into a house. There's also another important, oh, very important story in the Gospels where we meet Martha. She's grieving. Her brother Lazarus is dead. And her conversation opens up to us the whole point about Christ being the resurrection and the life. In faith, she knows that she must go to Christ. And he tells her he is the resurrection and the, and the life. And he raises Lazarus from the dead. Of course, in this story, we understand that we are being taught about Christ's own resurrection. And we are understanding that our resurrection, which we affirm every Sunday in the creed when we say, I believe in the resurrection of the dead, is central to our Christian faith. There's something very crucial about that story about Lazarus being raised from the dead. And we understand Martha as central to the story. Without her, we wouldn't get the whole understanding of what the resurrection is all about. There's something about Martha who is us. The questions she raises, the way she works. No wonder it's been a very, very important part of Christian culture for centuries that we have a Saint Martha who is busy about many things. There's a story that she went to France along with Mary, her sister, to evangelise France, then Gaul, after the great events of the death and resurrection of Christ and the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. But we don't really know, and many countries have legends about what happened after Pentecost, what happened as the faith was spread throughout the Roman Empire. We don't really know. We only know that Martha does live on as a witness, a witness to the faith that she affirms, and a story that we can all relate to. There's something important, too, about the role of women in the church. Mary and Martha are among very a number of very important women in the New Testament. We can think of Mary Magdalene, about whom we learned last week. We can think about the women of Jerusalem who Christ encounters on his way to Calvary. We can think, of course, above all, about Mary and we can think, too, about the great many women saints who've served the church down all the centuries and serve today. Often they can speak to people in a way that men cannot. 
We might think of some modern saints like Edith Stein and Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Women have never, but never, been marginal in Christianity. In the Roman Empire, it's very clear that it was often women who would convert a whole family, sometimes by marrying a pagan and therefore starting a whole new understanding of the role of woman and the role of a mother in a family and starting a Christian family dynasty. Many also converted people by not marrying. In the pagan Roman Empire, you were expected to marry according to the way your parents had arranged it. But many of the early Christian martyrs who we honour, like Agnes and Lucy, refused to marry. They had taken a vow of virginity and wanted to dedicate their lives to Christ. And their martyrdom showed the determination of women to put something else first, something else before family ambition or the normality expected in a particular civilization. Perhaps the Martha Mary story is also telling us something about that. Mary sitting at the foot of Christ and so on. When we think about the role of women in the church, we also realize we're in territory which continues to be explored. The understanding of the differences between men and women is something that we need to discuss further today. It's no use just saying we're the same and interchangeable. It's clear from the scriptures that the relationship between God and the human race has a strong, strong understanding of the differences between male and female, exemplified in the bond between Christ and his bride, the church, church as mother, the church who can make rules about feasting and fasting, about high days and holy days, about canonizing saints and establishing all sorts of regulations about, for example, the reception of Holy Communion. So the mother church as a woman is very important. It's not very fashionable to talk about these things. Perhaps we should invoke the aid of our women saints, including St. Martha, to help us as we understand the importance of male-female marriage, of the differences between men and women, and God teaching us with every year that passes more about the role of men and the role of women, and they are different. The church in pagan societies pioneers the dignity of women. There's something very important to explore in this. It's a gift of Christianity to the wider world. As we explore the role of St. Martha and other great women saints, it's worth pondering that. In the hot summer days, we think a lot about getting out of doors. It's a season of pilgrimage. There will be people gathering at Walsingham and elsewhere. The idea of pilgrimage is central to our faith. We might think about that as we travel and have pleasant days out this summer. It's actually a strong tradition to say the rosary in the car and it whiles away what might otherwise be a long journey. The rosary is a good thing to say too on a train journey. You don't have to do it aloud. You can sit enjoying the countryside and praying the rosary. A journey, a pilgrimage reminds us that we're all on a journey. We're on a journey through our lives and we will, we will meet God at the end of it. So pilgrimage, the theme of walking and of sharing the journey with others, because we share this world with everyone else, and in particular, we are members of the church. Well, that's the way we go through life. Happy pilgrimage this summer. Happy Feast of St. Martha. 
You're listening to Auntie Joanna, Joanna Bogle on Feasts and Seasons. Tune in to Auntie Joanna on Feasts and Seasons on Sunday, 6.30pm, Tuesday, 4.30pm, Saturday, 2.30am, Saturday, 8.30pm. And send us any of your stories. Tell us how you celebrate the feasts and seasons of the church's year. Any family traditions? What do you do, make, eat and sing for the different feasts of the year? What will you be doing for the feasts that are coming up? Send us your stories at info at radiomariaengland.uk Thank you.